When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Brian Hansher was disappointed that you are not here, Mike G, but he didn't know that you was getting set up and getting here. Ah, Talk yes. about our defense being top three in the SEC. Hey, listen, somebody has been watching me say stuff. Now, Brian and I talked about this this morning, and I think that it's worth another discussion at some point. But listen, if you ain't bugging, I don't know how I don't know what rounds of booking. I'm about to say I thought look, you were going for a rhyme there. I was like, let me see where this is going. Yeah, I'm not a lyricist. I'm not the lyricist I kids. I'm Brian. I, I was thinking of a word that rhymes with booking in that moment. I, 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 was, about I was about to yeah, say hooking. I was about to say hooking. I was like, I, I, I was literally like, okay, yeah. rhyme for booking in my head. I was like, where is this going? Booking, jugging. I was about to be impressed or sorely let down. Yeah, let down. Yeah, no matter what, it was going. It was going to be bad. Yeah, so I gave you neither. If you ain't booging, <laughs> you ain't cooking. More. Go for it. Right there. I, I'll land it for you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, it. Teamwork make the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know man. when this turned into the Don King show, but you know how you live. Hey. <laughs> or Jesse Jackson. Um, Oda Smith <laughs> says David Goggins ran 100 miles with a hole in his heart. We got to look him up for sure. That, that sounds yeah. like a dude right he's, there. He's the inspirational ex Marine. Yeah, that like if you haven't heard his stuff on like YouTube and you just want to get going, it's like ten minutes of it just saying, "If you quit, you're a quitter, but you cannot be a quitter, so don't quit." Right? But it's but like way cooler, way more inspirational. I love David Goggins' stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, listen, let's get into this QB talk. Uh, James already asked us about what's going on. He's hearing TJ, uh, Mike G, and B Will. Was at practice on Monday. Be will and you got first. and you you got <laughs> and you and you got to see these kids work out. You got to see the quarterbacks in action. Uh, it was reported that TJ was working with the ones during that previous period. Okay, what does that so, mean? Though? I, I like I don't. I be trying to hold my peace. Go hold, ahead, man. Let, hold, let, hold it, hold it a little bit. I know you' about to let it, you' about to let it slip, but hold it yeah, a little bit ahead. longer. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Okay. And it's led to this conversation about what's going on with this QB room. Now we're just mm-hmm. four to five practices in, right? So Rome wasn't built in a day. Guys, what is what has been your take in terms of what you've seen so far? Either one of you jump in when you get ready. You know what? Let me start right here. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I, well, no, let's, let's back up. As Mike mentioned, when we talked about 
the Monday viewing session. I think he mentioned it on Tuesday morning. I'm pretty sure the morning drop. There, we got some extra time to watch practice. They have set aside a certain period of practice, and it's numbered. And that was the time we were going to be out there. It's a 20-minute session where we're going to look. We could take pictures, take video, be on the sideline, and we could stay in a certain area. And then when it's up, you're out of here. All right? They're very deliberate about that. Like, here's when you get to look and record. If it's not that time, get out. Right at the end of the presser, Hugh Freeze said, hey, well, you know, why don't y'all come on out? Y'all can come on out now. You know what I said? We were like, oh, oh, okay. Just don't record video. Cool, coach. Appreciate that. Now, if you can't see the video, then I understand where you're like, well, what was this? It's not that it was so much, all right, here are the ones in the secret plays we're going to run with you, player one and player two. No, the difference was that it was much less drill-based than, than the, the viewing session was last time. The viewing session last time was very deliberately giving you nothing. You could see players moving. Yes, they're throwing passes, catching passes, practicing handoffs, all that kind of stuff. But there wasn't much instruction going on the first time we had that viewing session. This time, there was a little more instruction. I saw Phil Montgomery talking to the quarterbacks after they made throws. Saw um, Marcus Davis talking to his guys. Saw uh, Marcus Davis correcting guys on the routes that they were running. But what you did get to see here was very clear to me, which is why the, the, the comment about TJ concerned me is, I don't know how in the hell you would be able to tell who's a one from a three out there because everybody's mixed up. We saw an offensive lineman who was clearly maybe a second or a third string offensive lineman out there with wide receivers who, I don't know how you want to view it, but in my mind, that's probably going to be a starter right there. There there really is no one, two, three. Is, can somebody be the first quarterback to start this drill? Sure. Can somebody be the, the first wide receiver at X in, as we're practicing some of these routes? Sure. There was clearly an intent to mix up who was on the field with who. And I guess they're trying to gauge how these guys are going to handle it. I could not discern a clear one, two, three from what they did for what a full hour that we were out there. Now, Mike, with what you saw, did you see anything that looked like a pecking order for the QBs or any position for that matter? Yeah, they had a lot of interesting mixtures out there at every group. So it sounds to me, it looked to, to us like Auburn is really trying to figure out which combination of what players are going to work well together. Um, look, guys, I saw a, man, I got, I saw a wide receiver combination that really got me worked up, right? Like uh, it was, B, it was Coy Moore, mm-hmm. Jay Fair, and Martin. Nick Martiner mm-hmm. out there together. I was like, ooh, we going to do this? Because mm-hmm. y'all know how I feel about Jay Fair. Um, and and, and Martiner now. And Martiner, whew, like, um, unfortunately, my boy Malcolm looks like uh, he's dealing with some injury stuff at this point. Mm-hmm. He was on the sideline. Um, but uh, just the idea of the experience of a Coy, the range of a Martiner, and the quickness of a J-Fair on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, just in my imaginary Perfect world. Fair weather out there, too. <laughs> Just doing something. Because mm-hmm. those guys are big. All the tight ends are big. Man, they look, they beefed up. Uh, it 
was exciting to watch. So, you know, kind of drifting back to quarterback, I think they want to give all these guys a chance to work with all these other guys. Right. And I would say, based on what Hugh Free said about not narrowing down things in the spring, that's more likely, you know, just because you're the first person to go out doesn't mean you're going with the ones. Right. And to Brian's point, what is a one? <laughs> Right now, uh, this is a new coaching staff. They're starting yeah. all over with just about everybody. I mean, there are only a couple guys that I'm just like, he's a he's a dude, and he's Hugh mm-hmm. Freeze's dude. Yeah, in the fall, Jarquez Hunter, Jarquez Hunter's cleats, Jarquez <laughs> Hunter's gloves, right? Jarquez Hunter's visor, uh, anything Jarquez Hunter is wearing, probably going to start in the fall. Um, yeah. You know, and then on defense, you know, we know we know the DJ Jameses and the Keontae Scotts of the world are going to play. Outside of that, man, it's, there's a whole last competition going on in every position. An yeah. offensive line, you know, Hugh Freeze made some comments about Tate Johnson being like a leader. I said, hey, is he a standout? He was like, I ain't saying he's a standout, though. Coach, right. you just said he was a standout. <laughs> for his leadership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. That's what, you're putting him on the field. Come on, man. Stop playing games his with me. Play on yeah. the he's, he, he might just be saying in the locker room he's good at galvanizing people, but if we being real, these other dudes better. Right, right. And so I mean, I'm he's just killing thinking, in the film room. Well, killing so, in the film room. <laughs> his eyes be all the way open during film <laughs> Right. So all I'm saying is. Number one, Hugh Freeze's comment to us about narrow, not narrowing anything down is, is cap. He's narrowing it down in his head. He ain't telling us, but he's narrowing something down. But at, yes. the QB, but at the QB position, I believe it's true. And I believe that's what he was talking about when he was subconsciously, when he was talking about not narrowing things down. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wants to know about the QB position. I didn't ask specifically about QBs when I asked him that question, but he gave me a QB position answer and I'm taking it. So to round this whole thing out, there's a whole wide open competition. He even said that how these guys do will dictate what we do in the portal after the spring to some extent. So TJ running with the ones after three practices, no, nah, nah, I'm not buying that. I think that TJ, much so a lot of people's chagrin, though, have a mu- has a much better chance of winning this job than most people thought coming into the spring. Ourselves included, because he had just kind of disappeared at the last end of last season. So it was kind of out yeah. of sight, out of mind. And then Hugh Freeze came back and reminded us that, hey, man, listen, everybody who's here is in this race. Yeah. Have you put on a jersey? Have you put on the orange and blue? And you went out there to practice. You're in the race. Show out, move up, earn yourself a spot, guys. That is the name of the game this spring for Auburn football. So, uh, uh, you know, the QB is going to, you know, and I hate saying this because everybody says, everybody, oh, the QB takes way too much of the blame and, and you know, and way too much praise and or whatever, how the saying goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are going to be a lot, there are a lot of eyes on that position. But there should be just as many eyes on the offensive line on the linebacker room and on that D-line this spring as well, too, because those, to me, are the positions that are going to dictate how Auburn football goes or doesn't go in 2023. So uh, QB is is fascinating to me right now. There were some interesting takes, man. God, if you guys watched Locked On, Blackerby was down on the QBs. He was d- down, down in hell 
on the QBs. <laughs> like, and I was like, I didn't. We were watching practice. He's not together. the only one, Mike. By the way, yeah, I know, but I mean, okay. he's, he's 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 one of the only ones I know talking about him on camera. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fair. I didn't see the same thing out there. I saw some spring QBs. I saw some yeah. good throws. I saw some bad throws. And the whole thing about them looking bad against air, uh, I, to me, is a little overblown. Because I didn't see anybody really look bad against it, it, air. It's, the, the it's looks, not a little overblown. It's it's vastly overblown. Overblown, Sorry. right. Yeah. And so, like, to me, the person that I think did look like he was falling behind and it disappointed me a whole lot was Holden Garner. Has that been the surprise so far to you? Yeah. Holden Garner looked off, guys. He looked off. Um, he looked inaccurate. Um, you know, he, he made some good throws out there, but he did look inconsistent to me. Uh, and it seems as if that they're wherever he falls in the pecking order in terms of how they were doing things, that's been recognized. So he's got a ways. To, I mean, he's got a lot of ground to make up. I, I'm disappointed in that I thought he would be more of a contender this spring. And I thought he, he was the one who had the most to gain this spring. Out of all the QBs coming back. So, you know, we're going to talk a lot about Robbie and TJ, but Holden, I thought, just had a chance behind a really a much improved O-line to just make a huge jump that the other two maybe have, you know, might have a harder time making. And it was disappointing to see him either on par or behind those guys in the areas that I felt like were strengths for him. I get in here and weigh in. Um, I, I've, I've held you off long enough. Yeah. You, you got some things you want to say for yeah. yours. All right, so here's the thing. Anybody making a big deal about where the QBs are from at most an hour and 15 minutes of watching them over the course of what they've had is, what, today is Wednesday, eight practices now? You watched an hour and 15 at most from eight practices, and now you've made an assessment of where we are with our QBs. Has it been eight? I think it's only been three. No, they had a full week last week. And then three. Every day, it was out, that was out last week. I mean, last the week, week before last, spring. excuse me. Yeah. The week before last, they had the, the first week of practice, those five days. And then they had three. All right, I only had three practices that week. Though. I don't think practice So that means day. if they had three practices, did we? The sixth then. It was four. Today, four. Yesterday, four. Yesterday was, was four. four. All right. Today is five. Five. Okay, yeah. okay yeah. so you got an hour at most still. And practice is longer than an hour. Just on one day, if I'm not mistaken, they don't they don't practice for just an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So, of the total time that they've been practicing, you've made a decision as to how they're going to perform based upon that small viewing window. Again, I'm not saying don't report what you saw, but to draw conclusions or extrapolate that when you've seen a small portion of it. That's the same thing I get mad at people taking a piece of what we say on here and making that the entirety of the opinion that we formed. You don't have enough information to have an opinion. You just don't. You can talk about what you saw, but to extrapolate that to an opinion or move it forward to we're in trouble is too much. It's too much and it's overhype and I need you to pump the brakes just a little bit. Again, ah, he looked inconsistent to me on those throws that I saw. We're in trouble for the fall. Vastly different opinions. And one of them is too much to say. And to say, well, if they're doing that against air, what are they going to do against competition? There's a lot of people who look great against air and look terrible against competition. Mm -hmm. And there are people who are vice versa. You can't make that much of an opinion 
based upon two viewing periods that lasted at most an hour plus. At most. Yeah. It's just too much for me. For me, okay. it's too much. So I'm okay with anybody who still thinks that the QB is not in this QB room. That That's fine. But, but to so say we're, we're clear, is still different, uh, different that, things. That's, that's right. based on whole body of work from last season and, and more not so much on what we saw at practice to me. Right. right because right. I don't know, like, I don't know, man. There's still a lot of time to work. And, and I guess if, that's if, my point is that there's yeah. still a lot of work that is left to be done and – I don't know. I mean, so oh, but you know what? Let me let me back up. Maybe other people are better evaluators of talent than I am, and they can nope. see nope. from a very never small been wrong not size. one time about anybody. <laughs> they can see <laughs> from a smaller sample size than I can about what we're going to be in the fall. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe so, I need to back off and say, you know what? You you have better eyes for this than I do. Maybe that's true. I but my question to you and to the rest of the guys oh, here can is I, let me let me let me finish one more portion of this though. Okay. Because I think a lot of this, if we're being honest, is people not wanting to acknowledge that TJ looked the best. And so if you're saying TJ's the best, we're in trouble. I think right. that that's a big portion of this. Yes. Because they right. were hoping to see other people make strides. And if TJ's leading, we must be in trouble. Right. Right. And I think I think that that's a large portion of where that extrapolation of information is coming from is not really that nobody's looking good. It's that I don't think they're going to beat out TJ based upon what I've seen. We're in trouble. Right. But, uh, but I thought I thought the coach was going to the portal, though. So it shouldn't even matter what these guys what these guys do. You you've been some of these people have been looking past these guys for months, yeah, right? But, but, but it don't just because you, you can go to the portal, it don't mean the portal go give back. Uh, even if you go to the portal, there's no guarantee right. that TJ right. doesn't beat the portal. Like, I think people, listen, I've been saying this for a while. Just allow yourselves to feel braced for it. TJ Findlay could win this QB race. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Yeah. I'm not saying he will. I haven't gone to a single practice. I ain't seen him throw, but I do know what his leadership abilities are. I do know that he's a very intelligent young man who can grasp systems. I know he can make every throw on the field necessary. He's a turnover machine. And we will look at statistics here in just a minute. I get all of that. But if you're telling me that you were hoping that Holden Gariner, a guy who only played a couple of snaps last season, and Robbie Ashford, a guy who was inconsistent as well, is going to make a bigger leap in one offseason than TJ is capable of making in one offseason, you're not being genuine about the ability for someone to make a leap in an offseason. Why can those guys make a leap, but TJ's incapable of doing it? Just because you've seen him for more snaps? That's a silly assessment. Okay, all right, all right. So, wait. (laughs) I'm going to make some people mad. I'm going to make it's, some people mad. Oh, and it's, it's been called, a while. It's called it's been a, Days That End In For today? And it's going to be a way I have made everybody mad in a second, right? But then when I say, guys, I've seen enough of Bo. You're, On you're, the field, yeah. off the field, in the practice, I've seen enough. Oh, my G, you hate Bo. You just blah, 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 Right. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, can we just quit the double standards when it comes to this? Right. Nobody. None of these guys played as much as he did. No, and that's my that's my point. None, none of, of them these guys. As many none of, it's, in two years, none of them has played as much as he did. Right. And so after two years, if you were like, this is the year, then you should have that same energy for these guys. Yeah. 
Yep. But I don't know how you watched the first two years of him and were optimistic going into year three. Right. Because what was on tape was just as inconsistent as what we saw. Right. And I would argue, even though the O-line wasn't all world, it was worse for these guys it was. last year than it was any of the three years he played quarterback. You don't even have to argue it like that. There's right. there are metrics. The bottom fell out. The bottom yeah. fell yes. out. Last Not year. to mention <laughs> the system fell out as well, too. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. coaching staff literally fell out in the middle of the season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, man. Just give well, these guys let me, a shot, let me, dude. So, so is it fair to say that we should just give this an entire spring and then assess how they look in live action. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying any of these guys is the best thing since sliced bread. So let, let me just them put ha- this Wait a minute. In. Let them have the entire time that the coaches are going to use to evaluate, evaluate before them. we make yeah. a decision? Yeah, yeah for sure. How, yeah. How, how dare you suggest <laughs> that they have the entirety of the time the coaches are going to need to make their assessment for us to pick who we should want it. as fans to be the quarterback? But should people, I, yeah, but people should I resign? Should, I, even talk about should I resign now, Ike, for making That's that just, suggestion? I don't or? even know what no, we're talking about. But, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at what Coach Hugh Freeze is trying to do for Auburn, what he's trying to do for these young men, it to me, it, it just means give these guys a shot. Let them work. Let's try not to make judgments on what we've seen so far. And but that's another reason why I was a little disappointed about by him saying we're narrowing another thing down from the fall. That means you're not going to give us any real information about who's actually leading, even if they they are actually leading. Right. I think that. Right. Sure. You know, it was when Cam got here. They had a hard time evaluating him in the spring. Chizik, and I quote, see, we don't know if that would have been a five yard run or 80 yard run. He's a really hard quarterback to evaluate in the spring. But you know what they did before summer workouts started? They named Cam Newton starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, if no QB He's comes in from the portal. He's not saying that Cam is on the campus now, guys. No, no. This He's is not comparison using to Cam. An, He's using an example. Right. Continue. But no, we right. don't make examples on here. All we do is make hardcore <laughs> statements about stuff, and you have to take it within the context of what we said it strictly, because there's no other way to read into anything we say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sixteen years, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so all I'm saying is when it comes down to it with these guys, you know, at the end of the spring, Hugh Freeze is gonna have an idea of who's leading, right? That person. I had questions about how they're getting feedback as well, too. I think it's important for players to know where they stand. For sure. Right. Listen, man, you didn't have a good spring. Right? Or even though there's not an official pegging order, you fell behind. Yeah. Consistency is an issue for you. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to pay closer attention to detail. What kind of feedback are these guys getting? I just have more questions about his coaching style. When I asked the question, he didn't really give me much. And... it's going to be for quarterback, especially it's going to be really important for them to get the feedback in real time. If they are to correct mistakes and catch up to whatever the expectation from this coaching staff is in the short amount of time that is spring practice. Right. So these practices matter. A day matters. Everything you do matters from here on out. If you're going to be the starting quarterback. And if you're to believe that a player can come in after the spring 
and take the job. There's no reason to believe that somebody who's participating in the spring can't make that same jump over the summer. It's going to take a lot of work on your own. Somebody tweeted at me, hey, Mike, you and B. Will said players need to be working. So here's a video of Robbie working. I responded to her and I said, hey, listen, I firmly believe this is where starting jobs are won. And the work nobody sees that they're putting in. So just because we didn't see it in practice doesn't mean the work isn't being put in. And, you know, it might all come together for it might all click for a guy in the first week of fall camp. You just never know, man. This race sounds like it's going to go into the first week of fall camp. And then you're going to have to pick a quarterback that's leading and pick a starter and start to pre- prepare for game one. It would well, be I, interesting to see how quickly into fall, if he's not going to de- declare mm-hmm. a picking order coming out of spring, how quickly into fall they're like, okay, this is our guy. And that's going to be very interesting because I don't, I don't right. want to wait until week one. I don't personally right. as a fan want to, but again, not really my decision. I don't, it's not like because I don't want it, Hugh Freeze is gonna be like, Man, I heard that guy from Ike from the War Report doesn't want me to wait. So uh we might we might need to bump this decision up a little bit. No, 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 no. It's 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 oh, Mike is Diana Lupus. We gotta we gotta bump this up <laughs> <laughs> so, so he can know. We just need him to know before he goes. <laughs> yeah, play on, play, tug on the emotions. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I like that strategy. I like I like that. I like I like that strategy. We're one so for nice we're one for one. Twice. To your point, yeah. we're one for one doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just think um Spring is exactly what I wanted it to be. A bunch of really intense battles that are ultimately going to make everybody better. I think that that's what the spring is. We'll we'll talk we'll talk more about the QBs uh statistically, what they've done up to this point on the field in games. We'll definitely look at that stat, talk amongst ourselves. Let's hear from you guys. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Scorpio in the squad says you ain't booging. You must not be looking. Not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not, not bad. bad. That that Michael's felt gonna do that worse. felt very um Don King right there. <laughs> that felt very Don King. I like it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Dallas Schwartz says there are no ex Marines. Title earned, never given. Dallas, are you? Is this is this my dad tweeting or, or messaging as Dallas right here? Did my dad <laughs> get a ghost account to come in? Because <laughs> that feels like something my dad would say. I mean, he's a Marine, so of course. Valencia Jackson says, what's going on with Georgia recruiting violations? I don't know any details, but there are rumblings. There's a, there's a podcast that you're on, Ike. Oh, yes. Let's, let's plug this oh, podcast yeah. that you're oh, on. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Amen I, Corner, we shall discuss this. I will, I, I will make sure to bring this up to my guy, Paul Meharry. Oh, yes. Hey, Paul. Yeah, we will definitely <laughs> talk. He's not going to want to talk about it. But oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> me, me, me and Kenny will we make sure. About it. Yeah, we me and Kenny will make it. sure it gets talked about for sure. <laughs> Corey Weber says, appreciate the super chat. He says, more likely to happen defense finish top three in the SEC or offense finish top eight with talent mm. currently on the roster. So we're, I'm not talk- we're not talking about any pickups over the summer, just who we have currently. Yeah, because there's a causality from one to the other, I'm going to say offense top eight. Mm-hmm. Because that seems like an easier, that much easier task than me. I mean, yeah, they've been in and around kind of that number, at least some in the last like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, when we start to, when we get to look at some of these numbers, you'll understand why I'm saying that. Like, I just think 
and with any improvement, if we improve, top eight is most likely. But I think with that improvement, top three for defense might also be possible too. Both right. these things could be true. Yeah. yeah. With an offense that moves the ball and gives these guys time and wins time of possession, you know, a top three defense, if they can get the pass rush going, like we talked about this morning, be on the morning drop, could be possible. You know, so I don't know, man. I think Auburn has a lot more talent and people are giving them credit for. And with the proper coaching, we could see a surprising record in year one if they can get over if they know if they can figure out how to close games all with all things equal think about all the close games they lost last season i mean they had it they enough to win to make it to a bowl for sure because they because they won five games and i mean think about the close the lsu game the mississippi state game yeah you know, you know like come on man there were there there were possibly seven or eight wins on that schedule if they know how to close yeah so, yeah, if, if we're like looking at improvement, right. So if we're talking about improvement. Yeah, I think top three for both is definitely possible. Uh, top, I'm sorry, top eight and then top three are, is definitely possible. Okay. No shutouts this year, though. No shutouts. <laughs> okay. Mr. AT Alien says, I think more is happening during practice and coaches playing the long game. Either way, I refuse to be that down on the QBs this early. It's a little yeah. early. That's, 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 that's I hear you. my whole point. It's a little yeah. early. You're throwing the season away in March. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm not ready to throw the season away in March because I believe that the season will go as the QBs go. Mm. I'm not I'm not ready to throw the season away in March. Yeah. I think people are just banging on the doors of the transfer portal store waiting on it to open is, is I think, is what people are doing. <laughs> I don't know uh, how you could be a Hugh Freeze optimist and be this down on the QBs, though. Right? He's the QB like whisperer. Right. He hasn't, like, the, the, man the three guys have not even had enough time to coach them on anything. Like, I just don't. He stressed that too, Ike. He stressed that. I've not spent any time with these guys. So, like, I got to get in and coach them. And, you know, after spring, if you still feel this way, you're still wrong, but okay. <laughs> At least it'll be more plausible after the spring rather than practice four. I think that I think these I think that's a great point that you guys have made about about giving a coach time to work his magic. Um, yeah. I, I just I just don't think he's a miracle worker. No one is as it pertains to this. It's going to take some time. John Brandon says Freeze can't afford to make a mistake in finding the starter. I trust he is using all of his abilities to find that guy. Whoever he finds, we have to believe he has seen something in them. I agree with John, but I will just say I, I'm willing to leave room for mistakes as long as you recognize it early and make changes before the season goes down the drain. Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, I'm with it. I can roll with mistakes, baby. Right? I can't roll with our egos when it comes to those mistakes. Right. No, sure. not, like, a lot of people want to be wrong and strong at the same time, and I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> make, 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 the, make the change and Try to do what's in the best interest of the team early. That's why it's important for all these guys to show this coach that they can be the leader that he's looking for. Right. Hugh Freeze is looking for a leader, guys. He talked about what his ideal SEC QB looks like. If I'm any one of these guys, I'm taking notes and I'm trying to emulate that guy every single day he sees me. Yeah. In the classroom, in the parking lot, in the shower, in the weight room. In his office, everywhere. 
why, why would he see you in the shower? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they shower in the locker room, but hey, I'm just saying, you might walk through the locker room and be like SEC QB, right? <laughs> I'll leave I that to y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hey, talk about yo, that. Yo, no coach. Wanna just, we just <laughs> hey, yo, coach. I'm just saying, this man was pretty clear about what he thinks an SEC QB is a guy who doesn't get down on his mistakes, <laughs> a guy who moves on pretty quickly. I guess it's going to remain five for five minutes here. Uh, and. <laughs> You know, who does the thing, who doesn't make it on his list that he talked about and that, you know, does all the things that the, the type of he the same thing, the same way he talked about Tate Johnson. Hmm. The same way he talked about Tate Johnson in the in the uh, press conference, that is how he wants to talk about his starting QB. I promise you. Yeah, that's what these guys if I were one of them and I heard that comment, I'm like, Tate, let's hang out. We're going out to lunch. <laughs> Because Coach loves your ass. <laughs> and I need him to love me the same way, baby, because I'm trying to be the starter in the fall. Just, Talk to Tate. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag right. Talk to Tate. Get that trend in Auburn Twitter. Hashtag Talk to Tate. Erica Ratney says, when the transfer portal window opens again, we may be having a whole different conversation about a whole new group of potential playmakers. How long has it been uh, since that has happened, yeah, I mean, I ain't got a lot. Of, I think like a lot of playmakers right now, um, but um, transfer portal has changed the game, right? Like, sure, it has. You know, so it, I, I'm just it's after spring. I'm not super excited about those guys. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, the after spring guys. I'm like, uh, these are the dudes who lost. You're so, looking at you're looking at anomalies at that point. If you're talking about difference makers for your team, you're looking at for outliers. Right. Yeah, unless you're coming from point. a program stacked with talent. Yeah, I'm like, eh, all right. And cool. there's only a handful. And, or and I think that that's kind of my point about the transfer pool. I haven't really made a ton of points, but like, where do you, where are you guys seeing the potential if this guy doesn't win the starting position? That guy who's behind him is is a dude. We need to go after him if he hits the point. I just don't know where that person exists right now that's actually played any real football. You really don't I think know a lot this. of people think it's McCall. A lot of people think it's McCall. And but he's like, not going to lose the starting job. In he his, just so he's, he's just going to leave. That's different. Right. I'm right. talking about these people who think that somebody's going to transfer who lost the, the opportunity. There is no universe that I can see currently where Grayson McCall loses the starting job at Coastal Carolina but should come to Auburn. Why would he do, why, why would he lose the Coastal Carolina job? He going to be losing <laughs> He going to be losing on purpose, ground the balls. Oh, right. dang, like, coach. I, I just I, I don't know what, what are we what are we talking me. about here? So again, My where is stuff. this number 2 QB <laughs> that people are seeing somewhere else? A lot of people keep mentioning Ole Miss. None of those guys can transfer, folks. They can't mm. or not in play for Auburn in the fall. All of them are transfers into Ole Miss. They can't right. do it. Yeah. Georgia, they have a bunch of talent. None of those guys have played any snaps. Right. So I don't know what you're looking for in that situation. Ohio State, none of those guys have played any snaps. Mm -hmm. Texas, the only guy who could lose the job is probably a guy who hasn't taken any snaps. Why would he transfer? He just got there. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. trying to understand what is this QB situation that people are looking at and they're saying, this could be a guy if he loses that starting job. There aren't a bunch of talented QB rooms like that across America, folks. 
Uh, just did aren't. Did y'all see the tweet I sent y'all about Georgia and potential recruiting violations? Um, yeah, we somebody we just said, said yeah, 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 someone, someone, someone yeah. commented. Hopefully, it's bad enough that we could maybe rate that QB wrong a little bit. But again, none and of those guys have ever maybe played fraudulent championships. <laughs> they cheated. They cheated when it was legal to cheat. We want your players, all of them. <laughs> I don't know that I want any of those QBs. Is my point because I've literally never seen them play a collegiate. It's, it's like Monopoly, ball. where you, oh, you pick up the little car, oh, you violated. Pay Auburn two QBs and two defensive <laughs> line. <laughs> it's like why, why us? <laughs> what the NCAA get the whatever the reward is? No, pay it to right. Auburn right now. Kirby. Let me get let me get through these real quick, gentlemen. <laughs> Otis Smith, two dollars. Appreciate that. It says no fly zone, one hundred percent. Talking about uh, defense, top three. Uh, yeah, James- man. James, James Barnett says, fellas, did you hear what Crime Dog said about the QBs? He was asked about the DBs versus receivers, and he said the QBs were putting the balls where only the receiver could get it. That doesn't sound like panic. Hey, Him. That's a defensive guy saying, hey, we couldn't get to any of them throws. Yeah, you know, and, so uh, and we weren't and, allowed to watch that. Thank you. That's what I was just about to say. We didn't see any uh, offense versus defense. It's all, all we saw was offense with offense, going through the drills, yes, throwing to the wide receivers, throwing to some running backs, throwing to the tight ends, but that's the stuff that we haven't been allowed to see, so we don't have any 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 input on that. But, I mean, listen, man, I can't say that all of them looked awful. Like, no, nobody was sailing the ball 10 yards over people's heads. Like, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to look awful at practice, and there, by no stretch, did, did any of the players look awful at practice it's just that they don't look as sharp as you would hope that they look on every single throw that's that's the extent of what i can say is probably the 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 best way to summarize what you see from qbs in the viewing period that we have so if a coach there is saying hey hey man i don't know it's like we're picking it off all the time i'm